Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. You are listening to Ring the Bell Radio, and this is Cherry, your original and only roller skating diva. Hello, everybody. You are listening to Ring the Bell Radio, a wrestling podcast. I'm JD, and of course, in magnanimous state, King Logan is over in his box. Magnanimous. Love it. How you doing? Uh Ahoy hoy to everyone, all my adoring fans and lovely listeners. Thank you for tuning in to my show tonight. So, um, it's... it's whoa, 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 your show? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, that, yeah that's, just, that's, that's, that's why the people come here. Yeah. The, the hundreds and hundreds of loyal subjects, that's why yeah. they come. All right, Logan, it's time to get to our guest. Oh, yes. You the know best who this part is. of the night. Yeah, you know who this is. Oh, um, I, I know. I never met, but oh my lord, do I know? Okay, well, to our listeners, um, she is no stranger to this program. She was on, I think, Logan. What was it? This last May, and you weren't able to be on no, the program was, at the time. My my grandson was actually being born. Yeah, yeah. So that's an acceptable excuse. We'll give you that one. But ladies and gentlemen, returning to Ring the Bell Radio, a wrestling podcast. We have former WWE diva Cherry is joining us right now. How you doing, Cherry? I'm wonderful. How are we doing, gentlemen? We're doing well, fantastic. My night's just gone 100% better hearing your voice. Oh, you're so sweet. And congratulations, Logan, on the new family member. Oh, thank you so much. He's, a, he's, he's an absolute terrorist. But, um, <laughs> you know, I love him to death. Apart Aww. from when he's whacking me with a vacuum cleaner. Oh so boy! <laughs> why, why would you buy a child a child-sized Dyson vacuum cleaner? I, I don't get the fascination. I don't. But that thing's been whipped into my head so many times. I'm telling you. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> You're I just... good. You're good. You 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 think that they're going to enjoy it, and they turn it into a weapon. You know, they they find ways to do that. <laughs> Everything's a weapon. I got an Optimus Prime thrown at me the other day. I was like, you know, he's one of the good guys. Uh, right. <laughs> at least wow. throw a Megatron at me or something, man. Ah, <laughs> those little and, ones. And, and and Cherry, I have seen all this firsthand when when Logan invites me over to his house, his uh, grandson, oh, yeah. which which they all call baby. I mean, <laughs> grandson no has baby a name in the corner. Yeah, they just go, well, baby's here. And then I'll be sitting there on the couch or something. And then his wife will walk in. And then there's 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 his grandson will just literally whip something at him. I mean, it's terrible <laughs> to say it's hilarious, but you have to be there. It is kind of funny. Yeah, my wife <laughs> brought him a whole bunch of plastic um, fruits and stuff like that. Plastic food. Why would you want plastic food, right? But anyway, okay. she buys him a hundred piece. Guess where ninety eight of them went? This guy. Is he uh, the first grandchild? Yes, he is. Yeah. I'm Aww. sorry. I'm eating your time. I apologize. That's no, you're I'm just, good. I'm I so excited. I'm so excited good. to speak to you in person. So. Things new with Cherry. Um, I have seen uh, from your social media posts that uh, you, you did you you had your new house built. Uh, have you officially taken taken residence? I have. Thank you for noticing. Yes, I've been it for two weeks now, um, and I'm so in love. It's perfect. Um, and the process surprisingly went really smoothly. I had one little bump in the road, but 
uh-huh. my first house, it was, you know, you know, you hear the horror story. So um, I really just kind of had one little bump in the road. So I'm very thankful um, to have gone through that process. So yes, I'm, I wake up every morning and, and can't believe this is mine. So it's yeah. perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I I went through that as a first time homeowner. Like we we've lived in my house close to eight and a half years now, and there's still my wife will even say there's still some days where it seems like we just moved in. It's like we're still in that honeymoon phase, so to speak, of moving <laughs> into your house, and it's and it's been almost a decade. <laughs> you know? Right, right. And, and yeah. it just and doesn't go away. And this is a build too, so that's yeah. that's even more exciting. So wait, wait yeah, until awesome. you get to fifteen years living there, and then you're like, my God, I wish this place would burn down. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. I'm, I'm really enjoying. No, it no t- touch wood. No, but yeah. The Jeremy knows that the, the whole bunch of stuff at my yeah. place is crazy. So if you don't mind me asking, how big is this new house then? Are we talking oh, like... 1,500 square feet. Wow. Nice. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's does it ha- perfect. Does it have the, the pool that separates and, you know, the, the jet comes out or anything like that? I don't have a pool, which I'm fine with, um, but I moved closer to Natty, so I'll just go use her pool. <laughs> there you go. Really? See, it's a win for yeah. everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's like 10 minutes from me. So Yeah, um, for those of you that don't know, she's talking about Natty Nightheart. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It's, it's just so, it's so fun to, to, to meet, you know, you guys that were in the industry and you know we, we've spoken to several other you know ex-retired wrestlers so on and so forth and um it's when they're like oh yeah you know i just i just used to hang out with the ultimate warrior you're like my right. god you're a legend you're just like yeah natty nightheart it's it's cool yeah. i'll just go around there and swim in a pool and i'm like oh my god this like, what a life she lives well, you just meet these people and they become your family, you know, and there's so right. much, there's not many people that are able to live that industry and live that inner circle. And, you know, you really do, regardless of who you're working for, or how long you've been in the business, you, you create a bond because, you know, those people that have been in that industry, you know, you just have something special between yourself. So, yeah, I have, you know, you know, special people in my life. So still like to watch it. <laughs> That's, you know, yeah, she's a, she's so a special cool. person. She's amazing. Well, you know, Cherry and Logan knows this, that I, I, I could say something similar to what you just said. You're like, oh, Natty just lives right down the street from me. Well, um, and Logan was just saying, oh, yeah, I used to hang out with the Ultimate Warrior, these people in the business. And I used to hang out with Kurt Angle. So, nice. yeah, you know, I actually Good was employed, employed by him for, for uh, a number of years. And uh, Logan's my witness on that one because yeah, he was actually yeah. down at the office and met him. But no, I get what you're saying. Like to me, Kurt's just another guy, you know. Right. And yes, he has that celebrity status, like as you as you do. And but to me, it's everyone's like, oh my god, you you got to hang out with Kurt. And no, he's just he was my boss. I didn't see him as yeah. the wrestler. He was Kurt, the boss to me. <laughs> and it was, sure. you know, I didn't. At first, I was like, ooh. Yeah, man, big longtime wrestling fan. Yeah, this is cool. And then, okay, got to get that out of your head. You know, he's employing me to do a job, <laughs> you know, right? and all that yeah. stuff. But, yeah, I still talk to him every once in a while. Every, you know, every once in a while, it'll be him or his wife will send me a text message or something like that. Hey, JD, how you doing? And it's been probably almost 10 years since I've worked for him. But still, they keep in touch. You know, it's like you said, that family aspect. Yeah. Um, yeah that's all sure. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
bringing it around to the wrestling world here. I know we got to touch on this last time uh, just a little when you were on. Um, it was about your singles career in uh, WWE, or I should say your singles run. Um, okay. Now, here's what I want to ask you is you were with Deuce and Domino for a period of time. Were you technically their manager or just I just want to get to get it right here? Um. Well, and I think that that's kind of the sad part that really didn't come across is the depth of our characters was, right. you know, um, Deuce was supposed to be my boyfriend. Domino was my brother. Right. Um, they were the heels. I was the baby face. So we took on that, you know, mixed dynamic. Um, and I don't think that that really came across the way it on WWE TV, the way it did on OVW TV, um, right. because we wanted to kind of set a different precedence in, in regards to that. So um, it wasn't a manager per se. It was, you know, a family dynamic um, okay. when it came to the characters. So, um, and that's the sad part. I think that there was a lot lost in the sauce with that, you know, um, because we, you know, they did kind of break it down when we debuted that, you know, I was the girlfriend and the sister, but I don't think that people really understood where we were going with it and how we mm -hmm. always originally had planned on it. Um, you know, it's the bigger machine, so it just kind of got lost in there. So, yeah. When did they come to you, or or when, or was this something you requested? That not at hey, all. It's no, it's it. it so you not didn't request all. for you to go singles and try and you know put you in wrestling matches. So how were you approached with this? And obviously, was, did they ask you if it was? Are you is this okay? Are you comfortable with this? No, no, definitely not. I, I it was. It was never really explained, really, um, because in the beginning, they were very protective of me, you know, um, being involved in certain things. I know that when there was a, a, I think there was like a, like a 10 girl tag or a battle royal or something, they specifically left me out. Like when I first came up, they were very protective, which we were too. It was always no one. And in the storylines were touching Terry because that always needed to be a big payoff later. Um, so, you know, the, it, like the writers and Vince or whoever would keep me out of certain things and just keep me with the boys. And then out of nowhere, they decided to do this Divas competition and they just included me in it. So it was, it, I mean, I did what I was, I was told. It wasn't like, hey, you're going to be included. Are you cool with that? Like there was no, there's never any discussion. You just do what you're being told. So at least for me, it was that way. Um, that's where the breakup really kind of started from me leaving them was because on the first round of the Divas competition, Maurice got bumped. Um, and then they kind of played off of like, why would Carrie be there and Maurice get to be the first one to be bumped off of the competition? So they kind of took that. I don't know who pitched that. I don't know what happened, but I just know it got spun. There was never any discussion with me. Like, I mean, we all just kind of had our confusion as to whether the diva competition voting was real or not. Um, so either way, it just kind of spun, whether it was done on purpose or, or not. I don't know. No one ever came to me about it. So to me, it just was kind of like, I show up to TV and this is what was happening next. I show up to TV and this is what was happening next. It was never like, hey, this is what we plan to do with you. So it's yeah. not how they were running things, at least for my level. Obviously, for for top tier levels, it's, it's a little bit more planned out. But 
no one discussed it with me. They, maybe they did. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> maybe they did plan it out. Well, let me let me let me ask you this then, um, as as kind of a personal question, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. the viewers and us getting a bit personal here. Um, when you did the singles run, and yeah, like you said, you know, you just went to work. This was what you were told to do today. Blah blah blah. So you wore a lot of, let's say, little risque dresses and such as your, you know, your your ring attire going down, mm-hmm. boys. When they asked you to do the swimsuit, like, what was your initial reaction? Was I was shocked like- because I was very protective of the character. I always wanted everything to be organic, and I was very true to the character. It was she was a baby face. She was naive. She didn't know how to wrestle. I knew how to wrestle personally obviously but the character didn't and that's kind of the route we wanted to start out at i was fine with wrestling but i wanted to happen organically rather than all of a sudden cherry's doing all of these moves and she, you know what i mean it just yeah, wasn't right. something that I like wanted did she to get do. a crash you know did she plug into the matrix last night and wake up and say i know wrestling exactly yeah. so the 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 bikini contest was a little bit much for me very quickly but i felt like i could control as much as I could by still trying through to her. I was shy. I didn't want to do it. I kind of did it. And then like when the fight broke out, I kind of ran off. So I thought it was too soon, but given the, the uh, situation and the, the segment, I was still going to put my own twist on it, even though I felt like putting, exposing Cherry in a bikini contest was a little too soon for her character. But, you know, I did, I did what I could control. On a, on, on, not on a character level, but as you, okay, mm-hmm. in a personal, real life way, you know, if somebody came to a, a you know, and approached you and said, you know, oh, you're doing a bikini thing skit tonight, you know, get in your skinnies and get out there, was mm-hmm. there just a moment of shock for you being like, you know, I've, what's going on? You know, why, why do you need me in a bikini? I mean, no, I've been a fan of wrestling forever, and I know that that's always just with the girls kind of something that will come up. So not personally was I shocked. I just, you know, eventually you're going to expect that. But character-wise, I thought it was too soon for Terry to do it. So. See, that's that's what I love is that, you know, you are worried about the kayfabe. You're worried about yeah. the character. And that is what, you know, and I've said this to JD uh, many times with WWE, their characters now are very one dimensional. You know, yeah. it's, it's, you know, very one dimensional, very, you know, just go down to the ring, you know, do a match and then out you go. There's nothing to care about, but, you know, and right. uh, it's lovely to hear someone say, you know, but that's not what my character would do. You know, that that this is who she is and you can't just change those things without screwing up the actual person. Yet maybe if it was a longer build up to it, maybe if they Mm -hmm. did some sort of storyline where they're trying to trick, you know, trick Cherry into into getting in the bikini, whatever. I mean, there are so many other ways it could have been presented. But I totally think you're right. I mean, don't get me wrong in any way. I, I liked seeing you in the bikini. In the ring. I, just, I just want to say that firstly. But when I saw it, I literally felt everything that you just said. I'm like, hold on a minute. 
Like she what? No. Yeah. No, she's all shy and stuff. She, you know, why why who's forcing her to do this? You know, it didn't make sense yeah. to me, but I did see you play it shy as the character to fight. Come on, you you bolted, and that was in keeping with, with Cherry, which I love. Yeah. But then it yeah. was, oh my god, you know, but but why is she doing this this quick? You know, I expected yeah. some sort of storyline where she was being forced to do it because they kidnapped her brother or something, but nothing mm-hmm. came of it. And uh, no, I think you're totally yeah. right with that. It was it was wrong for the character. It was wrong to do that to her. I agree. No. I think that that's the lackluster of it right now is is back in the day when you watched, like, there was that suspense to, you know, play it out and play it out and play it out. And then you finally get that payoff, you know, months mm. later, it's like you barely get a payoff from one show to the next show. Right. So it's it's too quick. It's yeah. So now is what you were just saying, like uh, with the evolution of this, you know, you were protecting the character Cherry. And when you started your singles run um, and and you just said, well, you can't just be coming in and doing all these wrestling moves out of nowhere. What what the heck is this? Is is that that where your pairing with Michelle McCool came from? Was, was she supposed to be working as your mentor, so to speak? Um, I think it wasn't played off that way, but I think it worked out so well because, you know, she was the top girl. She wrestled all the time. It it just, it meshed so well because it came down to, in the Divas competition, baby face, baby face. We were just like the friend and friends on that end of it. So me being able to lean on her, I think it just evolved naturally, which I did love, you know, because it was so easy to just be like, oh, I don't want to wrestle. Like, what do I do? And I was able to, when they paired us, to rely on Michelle, which made her be such a um, pivotal person in the storyline with, you know, they used me as the bumper for Natty and and Victoria to, you know, get them over, but also be building Michelle. So it was a great dynamic all within itself organically, which is, you know, really what is just true for me. You know, ultimately, I would have loved for Terry to just grow out of her, you know, grow into big confidence and self-esteem and just be able to wrestle and, and be fine and, you know, evolve into this new person. But that never really happened. But I, yes, I definitely, it was never like Michelle's a mentor. It was like two baby faces. We're sticking them together. We're making this feud. We bring Natty in. It was never, there was never a big discussion, at least again, like, like I was ever told. But I think I, I really enjoyed my pairing with Michelle because it just worked perfectly for Terry to be like, I don't know how to do this. You know, I'm too scared. I'm too nervous. I don't know how to wrestle. And Michelle's there coaching me on and, and cheering me on. It just, it really just evolved perfectly. Now, that's funny that you just brought up with when you went against Victoria and Natty. Um, because that's actually a match I was going to bring up. Okay. Um, because it was either earlier today or it was earlier in the week because, you know, knowing that you were going to come on, I was trying to look up some old, um, uh, singles matches with you. And there was, there was the match where it was on SmackDown, uh, you versus Victoria. And, and I don't Mm -hmm. mean anything bad by this, but just from the fan watching, you took some hard punishment in this first match. I think this was the first meeting. I was like, literally all she did was slap you around. And yeah. I'm I'm watching this going, holy shit. <laughs> you know, and did you hear her say she goes, There's no wrestling and crying. <laughs> there, yes. Yes, I did. It was yes, so I did. Funny. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no wrestling and crying. And then you hear her say it again. There's no crying and wrestling. And and then I think there was a point where where she kicked you like in the stomach or something. And then she turns uh-huh. turns to the crowd and this goes field goal. And I'm yeah. just, what? But what I want to ask you is, can you walk us, you know, and it doesn't have to be extensive or anything, but can you walk us through that match? Like what was going through your mind? Were, were you just out there going, oh, well, can I pull this off? Yeah, I mean, it went it went perfectly and it went exactly as planned. I mean, the point was to continue uh, Victoria and Michelle's feud, um, but also keep building on Cherry. So, you know, I was there to, you know, put Lisa over in a way that yeah. she just kicked my butt the whole way through. So, no, the match went perfectly. Um, I, I mean, I came up, we, we kind of needed to figure out how to end it. And I came up with the spot where I kind of go over and beg Michelle and I can't do this. And she's kicking my butt and, you know, and then Vic, Victoria just kind of tosses me out of the way and they get, they get face to face. And then I roll her up and, you know, it's yeah. like, yeah. it was, it was the perfect, you know, ending, you know, to, to her kind of kicking my butt the whole way through and then kind of just getting one over on her. It's like, Oh wow. Like she's Carrie's picking this, picking some of these little things up, but yet she's still kind of, we're still keeping Michelle in line with that because that was really kind of the focus was Michelle and Victoria had been feuding for so long, you know, so um, it went exactly as planned. So I, I, I loved it. She was great. I swear I was watching that match and I know this was a number of years ago, but some of those slaps that you were on the receiving (laughs) end of, I think I heard all the way here in Pittsburgh. (laughs) Cause that happens when you're, when you're in front of fans, it doesn't feel as bad as it it, as it seems. That's for sure. At least they're in right. the moment. <laughs> so yeah, she's great. Uh, and the funny thing is, is I didn't get to watch the match. JD sent it to me. He's like, "You got to watch this match. She takes a bumps." <laughs> yeah. yeah she takes uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I, I did get to see it. it. Was today was was pictures with Santa Claus Day with my my grandson. So. You know, we're in a sort of Santa Claus. Bit early for I think for me, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So my <laughs> my 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 next question's a double double whammy for you. First, mm-hmm. your birthday is July the fifteenth, correct? It is. Look at you. You share the same birthday as me. Happy birthday, my cancer friend. Yay. <laughs> I'm doing the crab walk. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yay. The crab walk. So my, my next question is the whole um, Vicky Guerrero wedding kind uh-huh. of thing. Um, uh-huh. When they, t- you know, obviously you kind of knew what was going on with it. But um, when they told you, yeah, you know, you're, you, you've got this opportunity to, to, to fight Guerrero again and instead you're going to get your ass whipped and she's going to get an easy pin. Um, mm-hmm. When they, when they told you, you know, that, or, or, you know, that's what they kind of wanted to have happen. Um, did you, I mean, cause you've been obviously working your ass off, pardon the front language, but you know, you've been working a, a really hard for the company putting other people over as well, growing your own character. And then, you know, and I hate to bring up, you know, kind of sore 
wounds, but it wasn't too long after that until, you know, they released you from your contract. I mean, mm-hmm. did you see that as kind of at the end there as, you know, oh, this is, you know, going downhill or were you completely blindsided by it? That segment didn't bother me at all. It, it was about getting Vicky over. It was about getting Natty over. And I don't care about wins and losses. It's it's not about that. It's about, you know, entertaining the fans, entertaining the storyline, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So when they, I didn't know that that segment was, wasn't going to happen. I didn't know that segment was going to happen until I got there that day, which is fine. I, it didn't bother oh. me at all. So, yeah, I knew that there was going to be a wedding and you had to, like, bring, like, their, you know, something you would wear to a wedding because you're going to be an attendee. Um, but I didn't know until that day. I think I was most nervous about making sure I caught the bouquet. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, like how am I gonna make Because sure? <laughs> we still have to make a you know, I have to be the one that catches it. So I was probably most nervous about that. Um, but I you know, that didn't matter and I didn't foresee on the future. It was in two thousand and eight when all of the economy crashed, um, and it was two weeks of just kind of like cleaning house. Domino got let go the the week before me. I got let go the next week. Like I didn't, I didn't see anything. I mean, it was it was total blindsiding, total blindsiding. Really? But yeah, it was it was the economy. You know, it's like different yeah. if they singled me out, and it's like this this last poor releases. Like I'm just so confused with what's going on now. Like it, it like these are people that are literally on TV last week, and then all of a sudden the next week, you know what I mean? It's it wasn't like that. Yeah. It was like the economy was crashing. They were letting headquarters people go. Like, it just, it, I mean, I was upset by, by, you know, by far, I was very upset and very shocked. But um, I think what hurt me the most is more of, you know, yes, I was sad. Yes, I, I lost my job and I wanted to be there. But when you, when you tell me it's budget cuts and then you go and you literally hire somebody, you know, it, within the same week of letting me go, probably at a more higher rate than I was getting paid. That's, that's what, that's the hurtful thing, you know? So. I just want to throw in, okay. good for you for seeing it like that, you know, blessing in disguise. You know, that's, you. that's what it is. Yeah. Good for you. Now, now let me ask you this is there was, I would say early two thousands. Uh, and, and, he, and he, you could answer this by saying, I plead the fifth. You don't have to answer it if you don't want. But I'm just curious on how how were you mentioned or notified of your release? Because there was an interview when the late uh, Roddy Piper was alive, and I think this was back. Uh, when did WrestleMania 19 happen, Logan? 2003, two three or two. So four. this was this was shortly after that. After he came back, and then there was the pit going, and then Piper had an interview that he literally woke up one day and happened to see on wwe's website we have come to terms to release of roddy piper we wish him the best in his future endeavors now did they actually let you know before you saw it on the internet yeah they did yeah i was leaving i was leaving the gym i had a a session with my personal trainer and uh i had a missed call from a 203 area code and i was like oh that's not good and then uh they called me like an hour or so later and uh, Johnny talked to me and said it was budget cuts. Regardless of what people say, I love when I got released, everybody had these comments about why it was. Nobody was on the phone but me and Johnny. And it was, he told me budget cuts. So it's it just, it's, it's a, it's just, 
hysterical to me what people think they know. Me and Johnny on the phone, you know, it's just ridiculous. So, but yeah, he, I was at the gym. I was leaving um, from my session with my personal trainer and uh, missed a call. So, but, and again, I was let go. They had two weeks of cleaning house and I got let go in the second week because Domino was let go in the first week. Um, And then I was let go in the second week. So I knew things were going on. Not like now. I mean, I mean, it's just, it blindsides you and it just hurts you to your core, regardless of how it happens. But like with the releases that are happening so, so recently, it's just so confusing. Like it's, I'm still, and I'm not even there and I'm confused. You know, I can't imagine what these, um, you know, wonderful workers are going through. So it's just, it's just terrible, but yeah. Let me, let me throw a question out there that, I know the listeners are going to want to hear. Okay. Have you ever been approached by another wrestling entity to come wrestle for them? And if you haven't, if one did come to you and say, you want to get back in the ring, would you do it? I mean, I've had um, independent companies really approach me Um, when I got first released. Um, Shelly, who was Ariel, had texted me and said that Bubba Ray was looking for my number. Now, I don't know how true that is. I know Shelly's my girl, so, you know, I I never got a phone call from him, but I did speak to Terry Taylor. Um, But I just, the way I was just burnt, I just didn't want to start over again. So I just decided to just go back to school at that time. Okay. Um, You know, I had really been in wrestling for nine years at that point. You know, I was in wrestling long before I got signed. So, um, you know, it wasn't, I was never really approached from that angle of like major companies. Now, would I love to be like a participant in a Royal Rumble? Absolutely. For the, for the simple fact that who doesn't love those surprise entries? Yeah. They're <laughs> you know? amazing, aren't they? <laughs> those are, those are super fun, um, regardless whether the men or women. So, but other than that, I mean, I think that my wrestling part of it is definitely gone. I've done some signings and things like that, but um, I've moved on from it. So not initially, I think I kind of, when I made my statement, I think people understood that that wasn't really a path I was willing to go down again. So um, no major, to answer your question, no major inquiries. Okay. So let, let's ask you this. Cause again, the, the, the listeners are going crazy and they want to know these things. What is Cherry doing now? What what's up with you? What are you doing? We you know you, you went back to school. What what happened? Come on, fill us in. We've we've been waiting, you know, years for this. Come on. <laughs> Cherry is living her best life. <laughs> I am um in Florida. Um I have just kind of moved on with my life. I did go back to school. I went back for bacon and pastry. Um, I did graduate with that, but I ended up kind of losing my passion in that. And, um, I went back to my original industry, which was pet care. Um, before I got, um, I, when I was on the independence, I was working for a, um, pet care facility, a multi-million dollar pet care facility. Um, so I kind of went back to that because dogs are definitely um, animals are my love. So I did that for about, oh, me too. Um, about nine years and, um, I'm in insurance now. Um, with this uh, wonderful economy, <laughs> um, I, you know, had ventured into insurance, which is a little bit more stable and I enjoy it actually. I, it was a little bit surprising, but 
I really enjoy my my uh, my uh, job now, and I've definitely lay low and um, you know getting into insurance. And it's really odd to say, but 2020 and 2021 were the best years. I found a new job. I you know had you know left a, a situation um, where I was with some toxic people, and now I'm just in the best place in my life. And I bought a new home and. I'm just positive and happy, and it's it's really important when pe- when you when you have people in your life that are no no good for you, um, to be able to, you know, rid yourself of those people that are bringing you down. And I have never been I didn't realize life could be this good. So, <laughs> um, you know, it's it's amazing. I'm enjoying my new home. Um, I'm enjoying my life. I just um, live for the peace and quiet and um, good people that I, that surround, I surround myself with. And um, that's all you can do. You know, everything happens for a reason. And the more positivity you look forward to and put out there, the more you get back. So it really truly is, you know, something that's really important for me is to keep just, just the small group of good people that I have in my life because I've never been happier. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I've literally, while you were saying this, it came to me like a a bolt of lightning. Okay. We start a cherry YouTube channel where literally you bake and then you go and look after a dog and then you go and sell insurance to the people that are going to eat the cake or some such. It's like well, I've evolved thing, a little yeah? bit in life, but I mean, I really, I've really honestly just evolved. I, I wish I learned this when I was younger, but I really enjoy history and learning about history, uh-huh. whatever that may be. Yell after my own heart. Yes. Yeah. Just, yes. Whatever it may be, documentaries, whether it's about World War II, whether it's about, you know, Studio 54, whether it's about, um, you know, Muhammad Ali, like whatever it is. I just love documentaries. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's just learning about people and learning about history is just so interesting to me. But obviously, autobiographies by wrestlers is, is is exciting too because when, like for instance, I read Bret Hart's book. To read his book and to remember what he's writing about, say he's writing about a Saturday Night's Main Event or something, and I remember watching that Saturday Night's Main Event. Saturday night's main event and then reading what he was going through at that exact moment is so exciting to me, you know, so seeing that other side of it is, is exciting. So I've read a lot of autobiographies. Yeah. I had the same thing with Mick Foley's, um, have yeah. a nice day. I, I felt like I was there in the front row for all of this, the way right. he describes the, uh, him and undertaker and hell in the cell. Uh, it's just, right. it was for not, I could not stop reading. You know, it was a chore to close the book and be like, I have to go to sleep now. But yeah, I know, crazy. I know all of that. Daniel Bryan's book. Um, it just all of them. And it's just it's not just wrestling. I'm, I mean, obviously, wrestling's a passion for me. So I love reading those books. But um, but just history. I love documentaries. Anything that tells the true story of what really happened um, in our history is probably my my number one focus for my relaxation time <laughs> thank you so much for being on with us tonight um i really appreciate it i know our fans will really appreciate it as well we wish you the best of luck with what you're doing and if you ever want to come back on the show it's an open invitation for you darling oh thank you so much guys that's i appreciate it, it was my pleasure made my made my year <laughs> 
Oh, made my so year. You're so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, good luck, and uh, we'll talk soon. Okay. Thank you. We'll see you, Cherry. Thanks, Cherry. Bye-bye. Check us out on ringthebellradio.com. Go there and uh, click or tap the big red button that says what, Logan? Do not push. We'll detonate nuclear warhead. Okay. Under that button, it'll say listen to the podcast. Ah, the button under the nuclear one. Yeah. If you want to hear the first episode that we had Cherry on, go to that website Click the big red button, and you're going to have to go back to a couple of months, and then you'll see our interview with Cherry. So if you want to hear the first time she's on, that's where you can see it. Send us uh, an email, ringthebellradio at gmail.com. All right, I'm JD. That's Logan all the way over there yonder. The hi Barris is somewhere in the States. We'll see you next time. So long. <laughs>